The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to, uh, I guess, is this who's the creeps or that's odd? I don't even know anymore. Well, this is going to be a fun version of that's odd. We've had a yeah. few regular versions of that's odd where we come with stories. This is not that today. So uh, this is Kind of? Odd. Kind of odd? That's kind of odd? Uh, welcome. I am one of your hosts. I'm Johnny. I'm joined by uh, one of my bestest pals, Mr. Christopher Chavez. Christopher Walken. Oh. Chris oh, Chavez Christopher, here. Christopher Walken as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Go. <laughs> uh, I gotta get to the chopper before they start mowing us down like so many pieces of meat. Oh man, oh man, that was that was beautiful. Uh, also, just a side note: cheap plug. I'll be back. Other, <laughs> cheap plug from my other podcast, Retro Blessed. Recently. On a recent episode that will be coming out really soon, I, for some reason, decided that I would do the impression of Wario, the character Wario, <laughs> as Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. So oh, enjoy God. that. Uh, but uh, Chris, of course, yes. uh, usually this would have been history creeps, but uh, our dear Carter is not feeling well. I think he got what I had not too long ago. Yeah. Sounds like anyway. Uh, so uh, we hope he gets better. But in the meantime, we wanted to at least give the creepers who most definitely deserve it something, so a little uh, something tasty, something that they can get their ears on, you know. And we're going to talk about our personal top five favorite creepy TV shows. This is going to be interesting because, like, when you really start to think about it, the TV shows that are creepy, um, maybe a little bit of horror base or paranormal, like then the doors fly, fly wide open because is it TV shows that are scripted or are we also talking about reality based? Yeah. So there's a lot we could choose from. And I'm, I was just telling you this right before we started recording. I didn't realize how much I was really looking forward to talking about this till I sat down and actually started putting the list together. And as I was, I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun time. I can't wait to talk about some of this stuff. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be really exciting. Uh, so I figured what we do first, Chris, is we both have a top five, but we also have some honorable mentions. I think we should do our honorable mentions real quick. Oh, really? Yeah. Do those first. Okay. Because and then, and then what if I main, I name some that might be on your list? Just then don't worry that, about it. Then it just Let's happens. All right. Yeah, that kind of makes it more realistic, right? Because Chris and I have not discussed our list with each other. Nope. Uh, I'm expecting him to say some stuff that I'm going to be mad at myself for forgetting. Uh, but here we go. I'll start with my first one. Okay. Uh, the show Ghost Hunters oh. is, is my number one uh, uh, honorable mention. Uh, this show, of course, is my favorite of all of the paranormal uh, hunting shows or whatever you want to call that. Uh, I just always found them to be the most professional, I guess. And they kind of go into each episode trying to debunk stuff first and foremost. And that means when they do find stuff and they found some creepy stuff. Uh, that it seems to carry more weight, or at least it does in my eyes. 
Yeah. So uh, Ghost Hunters is my first honorable mention. Uh, I still go back and watch old episodes of this show. There's uh, like there's one where they're at a lighthouse and this figure literally peeks over from up above them. St. Augustine Lighthouse. I went there yes. when Aaron and I, that was our first trip we ever went on as a couple ever. We drove from St. Pete where we were living to St. Augustine across the state. And I made a point of being like, I got to go to that lighthouse. I want to <laughs> yes. go there and literally walk. And we did. We walked all the way to the top. Yeah. Well, that's impressive because it's, it's a lot of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like, that's just etched in my brain. Just that scene of that figure. I remember yeah. the first time I saw that when I was younger, just getting goosebumps from that. Uh, so uh, my first honorable mention is ghost hunters. Yeah, man. Ghost hunters for me was that entry into this world of paranormal hunting uh, reality based yeah. style shows. And I, that was one of the things I really liked about it too, was that they promoted themselves as always trying to debunk something first, try to figure out everything we can that could be that instead of saying it's a ghost immediately, because there's other shows where the right away, they hear the stories and the first knock they hear, they're just like, is that you? Is that you? Yeah. So it's, autom- it's just automatically like, a ghost. Yeah, instead no of being what. like, yeah. what was that knock? How could this knock have happened? So that was yeah. one of the things I did. Dude, that, that's not even on my honorable mention. So good call. <laughs> What's your first honorable mention? Oh, my God. When you hear this, you're going to be like, what? How is that not on your list? Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, wow. So yeah, Unsolved Mysteries had so many different stories that were always creepy, whether it was a cryptid, a UFO, paranormal ghost, even people who got abducted or went missing as a young person watching that when we were younger, that was kind of scary. Right. And so oh, yeah. for me, for me, Unsolved Mysteries was always that show. Like when it came on, we turned the lights off. Right. And we sat. I remember just sitting on the carpet in my room, just watching the TV, just like just reveling in that creepy feeling. Cause I just love it. I love when there's that spooky feel in the air. Right. And unsolved mysteries was always, you never knew what, what you were going to get and what kind of scare was coming. Yeah. I will comment more on that later. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> uh, so my next one, uh, I don't know if you ever saw this show. It was a history channel show, but it was called monster quest. I know and, of it. Never watched it. And I got into this show. Hardcore. Basically it's, uh, a cryptid show. Uh, every episode's about a different cryptid from all across wherever. And they just go and they just have these reenactments and stuff. And uh, I recently went back and started watching some of them. Uh, by today's, <laughs> they've aged because they use a lot of CG. Uh, so by today's, you know, uh, CG standards, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's rough. really cheesy. It's rough. Have you seen but, the trailer for the Amityville in space yet? Because I'm assuming no, it's that kind of... It's, it's that to. kind of CG. Wait till you see it. You'll see exactly what I mean. You'll be like, is. yep, it's this. It probably is. But I just absolutely loved it. Uh, I even ended up owning the DVDs. I don't know where I have them, uh, but I used to have the DVD somewhere of the show. And man, it's just uh, just so fascinating and interesting and scariest, especially when they would do these reenactments of the, these things that happened to these people. Uh, so I just found the show really fascinating. Nice. Uh, for me, this was kind of for me. This was always the sister show to Unsolved Mysteries. Do you remember Sightings? Yes, yes. That one was that, so good. That was the show when I was making this list. I was trying to remember the <laughs> name of, and I couldn't remember it. It's so good. It was one of these kind of like it was the way Unsolved Mysteries gave you these little vignettes, these little uh, 
re- dramatic reenactments of whatever the stories are. That was the same thing for sightings, except sightings. It was almost always like footage, like you'd see the UFOs or you'd see, yeah. you know, it was always typically almost always footage that, that, that they were showing you. Um, but I remember just really waiting for that show also to come on to see, you know, what what's the next sighting we can get? What was the next UFO show? And I love shows like that. Like currently, um, I'm on my like second watch through of the full three seasons of the Osbournes want to believe. Have you ever seen this? I've seen like three or four episodes and uh, where's it? If I can figure out where it's streaming, I'd watch all of them because it's, it's really good. Yeah. I just get it through through. Cause I have YouTube TV. So I just get it through the channel. I, I have it downloaded all the episodes. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's, I love those kinds of shows that show you three or four different things in the one episode. Right. And so sightings was always one of those things to look forward to. Yeah, uh, just kind of jumping on that. Another honorable mention I have is Paranormal Caught on Tape. Oh, that's uh, a good one. And it's literally just, uh, you know, we've kind of talked about these on the show before. Basically, they took the premise of those YouTube channels do like a top five creepy whatever, but uh, they show actual video footage of captured stuff, and they just kind of make a whole show out of it. It's a paranormal version of America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, yes. Yeah, except for nobody's winning money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's a yeah. good one, dude. I, I enjoy that one as well. Um, also for me is, do you remember my ghost story? Did you ever see that? I think it was like on A and E yes. or something like this. Yes. And you, yes. this person just be sitting there telling you their experience, and then you'd watch the reenactments. And I think they came for me recently, like maybe four or five years ago. It came on in the middle of the afternoon, and and I remember like on whenever I had certain days off, and you turn the TV on in the middle of the afternoon, just being lazy, sitting on the couch. It would be that creepy you know, my, uh, my ghost story shows. And I love them. I love those shows. Yeah. I kind of did that with the dead files. That's how I kind of found that show. Yeah, I kind of was yeah. playing through that. And, uh, I still remember the episode where it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the ghost. It was actually aliens really threw me for a loop. <laughs> was the dead files. Is that the one with the, uh, the one guy's a cop, the other guy, ladies, like a yes. clairvoyant or whatever. Yes, it is. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, my next one is, and you're going to love this one, Chris. Because uh, you covered it on your show, um, on one of your other shows, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you have this show, what's it called? Tube Time with Courtney. Tube. Courtney and I do Tube Time. Tube Time. Highly encourage you to go check that out. It's basically with Chris and Courtney uh, watch the first episode of a show, and they kind of decide if they're going to keep watching it or not. Also, don't listen to it if you have children around because Courtney swears like a sailor. <laughs> she, she and I'm saying this with love. She literally had a sentence that was four words long and half of those were the F word. So uh, and it was somehow an actual sentence, though. I'll give her it was impressive. <laughs> it really was. Uh, she made the F word both like a verb and an adjective. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, but but on that show, one of the uh, episodes was about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. And uh, again, this is like a late uh, 90s, early 2000s show. Uh, by today's standards, because I've recently been going back and watching and rewatching it, by today's standards, the CG is not good. Hmm. But uh, there are some incredibly creepy episodes, Chris. There's one episode where, uh, and it's called Hush. It's a very famous Buffy episode where these creatures who don't walk, they kind of float minute and they look really creepy and they never speak or anything like that. And they take the voice away from all of the town. So nobody can talk. So oh, most wow. of the episode is in complete silence. That's uh, weird. 
it is a really creepy episode and they have a lot of creepy ones like that so buffy is another honorable mention for me uh for me buzzfeed unsolved supernatural i'm a yes. huge fan of shane and ryan, shane Madey and ryan bergara um and this was one again it, to me this is what like i always envisioned history creeps being right is this yeah. kind of like us bantering and still giving you know the facts of what happened and talking about paranormal weird things and that's what they do um usually keep covering things that we've covered in the past i think they covered mothman one time um you know they've covered all different kinds of things um but for me that's one of the ones i like it's it's got a it does have a creepy feel even their set is kind of creepy it's it's got yeah. specific lighting you know i think there's like a skeleton in the corner or whatever it is but yeah I, i'm a fan of that yeah they um they got their own uh, YouTube channel now called Watcher. I think that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Uh, highly encouraged. It's got a lot of really fun stuff, not just paranormal stuff. They kind of do a lot of little different things. Uh, all right. So my last honorable mention for me, there was this animated show. It lasted, I think it was three seasons. And uh, it's A, has one of the best opening theme songs ever. And B, has some really creepy episodes for a show that's supposed to be for kids. Uh, Gravity Falls is my next one it is mm. beyond good if you like animation and you like just weird uh paranormal uh just creepy weird stuff really this this is a show for you yeah yeah holly highly highly recommend this show if you have not heard of it gravity falls i think it's on disney plus it was a disney show i believe uh it was on the disney channel or something like check that it out yeah i really really love it and it's got its own mythology behind it and stuff uh so I really, really encourage people to search that show out. That was your last one you said? That's my last honorable mention. So go through the rest of you. I have two more. Um, do you re- kind of lo- along the low? Actually, do you remember American Horror Story? Did you ever watch that? The first season? The Ghost House one? I, I know what it is and that they change it every season. But I've never it's called Murder it. House or Ghost House. I can't remember. But but that first season for me, I loved. And I thought it was so creepy. And it was one of these. I thought it was well-written. It was one of these things that kept you guessing. Things It was you know, things that were creepy, weird. You didn't understand what was happening and made you want to come back every week to see what was going on. Uh, but I remember watching that first season and being extremely impressed. Uh, I didn't watch many of the other ones after that. I started to watch the, the 1984 one. I think it's just called American Horror Story 84. And it's very much like a Friday the 13th where they're all at a camp and there's a killer going around killing off the people who used to be camp counselors at this camp or maybe they're going to be camp counselors I can't remember how it went but yeah so the first season for me was awesome Uh, and then kind of along the lines of my ghost story do you remember a haunting where it's all dramatized and it's just you're watching some you know people going through different hauntings and and their experiences and oh that's another one that I just absolutely love it's got such an atmosphere to it um just one of my absolute favorites to watch a haunting uh by the way another cheap plug for discovery plus uh all most of the shows we talked about are on there oh nice yeah a lot of those are all right so now we're getting to our actual top, top five. Five, 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 five. creepy, creepy episodes, creepy episodes. Or, no, tv shows tv, TV shows. shows tv shows tv shows all right all right all right all right all right all right <laughs> all right uh we're gonna start with five and number five yeah one all right, yeah. so I'll go first. Number five for me. Uh, there was only two seasons of this show, but each season was like its own thing. Like it was, they're telling different stories, sort of like American Horror Story does. Uh, so I, I am specific, specifically talking about the first season of The Terror. It was on a. It was on AMC, 
and it is and actually not that long ago and it is incredible the basis the basic story is it takes place during like uh colonial times and these british ships get stuck in the ice trying to go through uh you know like around the north pole and they get stuck there and there's these creatures that are kind of going around uh and uh, it is incredibly and it's got an amazing cast and it will creep you out i highly recommend it uh I want to watch the second season. I just haven't yet. It's a completely different story. Uh, but season one of The Terror is my number five. Ooh, I'm going to have to check that out. You said AMC? I believe so, yeah. Is there any big name actors in that, or is it just kind of a... It It has uh, really, uh, like, um, I can't think of any names. I wish Carter was here because he would know them. Uh, it has really well-known character actors in it. Like, you'll see faces, like the main captain, I guarantee you you've seen before but i can't think of his name okay yeah i'll have to check it out um the terror season one yeah got a 94 percent on rotten tomatoes it's incredible i really really loved it interesting i'm gonna have to check that out um all right so my number five for me the first season of stranger things was yes. just such top tier creepy like whodunit style like mysterious paranormal writing it just was so good and it, it just put all these different elements of everything that we loved growing up little pieces of nostalgia just enough you know just enough of each of it into this like pot with x-files thrown in right or like yeah. we loved unsolved mysteries we loved x-files so this was that feel but then it had stuff like kids on bikes so this kind of feels like goonies or they're playing D. so this feels kind of like you know it just it was of an era um but the whole first season i remember it being just so good and so creepy and especially as you started realizing the concept of um the upside down and all these different yeah. things it was so so good so my number five stranger things season one and uh, right off the bat, you brought up a show that I'm very mad at myself for forgetting. For <laughs> I completely forgot about it. And it's one of my favorite shows. I love Stranger Things. I mean, that first season, uh, I've I've liked every season so far. But that first season is especially, I mean, you got it to establish everything. Uh, the casting was impeccable. They found some, I mean, especially, it's really tough to get some, to cast chill, uh, kids because they were kids at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only to be good actors, but to be able to play off each other and have chemistry with each other, right? Very yeah. well, and they they got that. They they really nailed that, and they also have really great character arcs. Like Steve is my favorite character on there, and he starts. I never out saw the third piece. season. It's it's good. Uh, but Steve to. starts out as a as a piece of garbage, right? You hate him. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a he's kind a of a jerk. jerk. Yeah, uh, but by the end of it, you're like, oh man, I'm kind of pulling for this guy yeah i remember second you know, season was you were really feeling for that too because the yeah. end of the first season he was starting to have that kind of arc but by second season you really liked this guy yeah because he could have just left right at that one scene pivotal mm -hmm. scene and he comes back and i was like i there's something here with this guy but uh so i'm really mad that i didn't think of that <laughs> but let's go with my number four uh you mentioned it already chris but my number four is uh no, I'm looking at my list wrong. You know why? Oh. Because when you're making a list on uh, on notes in yeah. on an i on puts a, an iPhone, order. it puts them in a number order, and it's throwing me off. And I didn't want it to do that, but it did it, and I couldn't. So my number four is actually history's mysteries. Oh, that was going to be an honorable mention, but that was like eh, maybe there's too much history to that, and not just creep. <laughs> well, some stuff in history was yeah. awfully creepy. Yeah, uh, 
but basically it was a show in history channel uh each episode was like an hour long and they would it was kind of like history creeps they would cover a creepy thing in history and i absolutely adored this show and i always wanted to do a show sort of like it that's kind of where my idea from history creeps came from it's so well had, produced man oh yeah it's really well done uh but you you have a hard time finding these episodes now they're not really anywhere uh there's like one or two or three at most like on youtube mm-hmm. but if you look these this show up there's like hundreds of episodes and i you just can't find them anywhere and it makes me really sad so i hope they bring them somewhere uh mm-hmm. but history's mysteries is my number four very nice i love that too dude great one number four for me is a newer show that i found this past year it was an i believe it was an amazon prime original uh and it reteamed simon Pegg and nick frost uh in which nick frost plays uh, he works for the cable company, right? But he also on his other, like his downtime is he has a YouTube channel where he does paranormal investigation and the show is called truth seekers. Did you ever watch the whole thing that I, I remember telling I you about it? Yes. I watched the entire thing. Love it. What you, if you watch one and it clicks with you, you're not going to stop. And it clicked right. with me. I mean, I already liked the guys in it to start mm-hmm. with, you know, I'm a big fan of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost because of their movies. Yeah. Uh, so I already knew I was going to like this just from them being in it. But you throw in the supernatural stuff, and it was done so, so well. Yeah. Like, like, there's the the comedic piece, but then when they had to get creepy, it got creepy. Oh yeah, it was very creepy. And then the nice thing too is, is that whole first season or first series. I think they're, I think that's the only one they're doing. Never got renewed. Uh, but there's a there's a storyline thread that goes through all the episodes, yeah. and it completely. I mean, I thought the writing on it was phenomenal as well. Yeah, the fact that there's uh, they set it up to have another season, and I don't think they're going to get it. Really yeah. upsets me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little upsetting. Because I want to see because I want to see what happens with these characters. I, I like know. these characters. I want to know. They were Absolutely. very very likable characters. Immediately they yeah. endeared themselves to you. So yeah, yeah, truth seekers, check it out if you have not. All right, my number three. It actually just recently ended, and it was the longest running sci-fi. Uh, I forgot exactly what its moniker was. It's longest running of its genre. Uh, show ever because it lasted 15 seasons i believe and that is supernatural oh uh, wow supernatural i literally watched from day one uh it's from this uh one of the some of the guys from x-files who kind of started this and if you watch supernatural you'll see the dna of x-files in it mm-hmm. uh, except for they kind of stay away from aliens it's way more about demons and ghosts and stuff uh but i would legit and i mean this i would put the first five seasons of supernatural up against any tv show ever because it is so well done uh and the main arc you like you just want to know more what's going to happen and they cast the, the casting on this show is impeccable like they there's characters on here uh who they cast i mean you got let's just say you got to cast somebody as satan and they cast somebody as satan and you can't believe how perfectly creepy this guy is. They cast this other guy as death. And this dude, just like just him walking down a street just seems creepy. Right. Uh, so just the casting on the show is impeccable and the writing is incredible. Uh, man, uh, if you have not given the show a chance, I highly recommend it. Uh, I think it's all on Netflix if you want to check it out. Oh, nice. I've I started watching it a few years ago. A friend of mine at work was like, you got to watch this. And I started watching it. And I think I maybe got five or six episodes into the first season and I didn't stop watching it because I wasn't into it. it I actually was enjoying it. It was just, you know, I lost track and didn't come back yeah. to it. So I would definitely go back to go watch that because I, I enjoyed I remember really enjoying what I did see. All right. My number three, this is uh, this kind of falls in line with my love 
of um, like these kind of short story versions, right? So um, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? When you have four or five stories in one movie, it's called. A... Oh, oh, gosh. But they've kind of compiled some stuff together. <laughs> oh, man. I know what you're talking about. I got an anthology or something. Anthology. Like that. Yes. Yeah. So this feeds my love of anthology like style TV shows and movies. So I grew up watching the Twilight Zone and yep. then graduated to Tales from the Crypt. Yep. And then Creepshow is a, a, a new. Well, it's a, they brought it back to Shudder. And so they have two brand new seasons on Shudder, maybe a third one now. And for me, I love it. It's it's like. I think it's like two episodes. No, no. Each episode is its own little story. They used to do it where it was two or three in one. But man, this, this, the, the weird things that they have for some of these stories. I think I texted you once, Johnny, and said that you have to watch one of them where it was basically, it takes place at a, like a, a local cable, like a, a look, a cable access station. And yeah. there's a guy that's supposed to be like Bob Ross doing a painting show there yeah. when a whole bunch of like vampires or yeah. werewolves come in. Yeah. And it becomes this crazy bat dude. It's so good. But yeah, creep show um, is always going to be right up there with like twilight zone and tales from the crypt. Side note, twilight zone. I think the original series, I don't know why, but on different podcasts I listened to, it's come up twice uh, where apparently there was an episode when they were filming it where like an actor died filming it. Like his head got chopped off by a helicopter. Oh, it's the movie. Twilight zone oh, the, it's movie. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see this. that? No, I didn't know this happened. Oh, there's a there's a really good series on Shutter as well called Cursed Films, and that's one of the episodes is, is the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, it's it's kind of Man. a sad thing. Now, he wasn't oh, the only obviously. one that died. He had so he was carrying do, right? two children with him across the river. So the river was he was in Vietnam, right? And he was he was one of these white racists that was sent back in time to experience things. So he went he was experiencing the Nazis coming after them and all this stuff. So then he's in Vietnam and it's nighttime and there's these choppers coming down. They're invading this little town and he sees these two kids on the banks and he goes to try to save them. So the it calls for the actor to grab him, the two kids and go running across water, like through water, waist deep water. And to have this helicopter kind of hovering above them and then explosions going off. Well, the explosions were too much for the helicopter. It actually knocked it off of its course and it ended up coming down in the propeller. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Propeller ended up killing all three immediately. Oh my God. Yeah. It was Man, horrible. It's a horrible that's thing. Awful. I just had never heard about that. And they before. still put it. They left the movie. They, it's in the movie. The whole thing's in the movie. Well, that, not the actual crush itself, but like they, they kept the whole rest of that skit. Like that story still stays in the movie. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they went on okay. with the movie anyway. Uh, what was it? John Landis, I think. Was that who was doing that film? But I think he he was actually on trial for uh, the director was on trial for like he was going to go to 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 prison for the their deaths, for wrongful yeah. deaths. Man, man, uh, that might be a future episode or something yeah that we kind of discuss cursed i like that cursed films and so that's really sad and tragic though uh okay my number two now i will talk about unsolved mysteries uh i am with everything chris said earlier about this show this is one of those shows that really got me into this to loving this stuff because uh, i saw it as a young lad and immediately immediately uh, they'd show uh, they'd be like hey are aliens real am i little head would look up at the stars mm-hmm. you know immediately they say oh well is this place haunted then and i'd get goosebumps i'm like i have to find this stuff out and i would start searching uh like i would go to the libraries and search for books on this stuff and it's all because of unsolved mysteries nice uh and even and you and you're right going back watching it 
later because you can it's streaming too. You can find it. Uh, first of all, Robert Stack, perfect host, perfect voice mm-hmm. for that. Uh, the open theme song is perfect. Mm-hmm. And all of this sets a mood, and um, the just the stories they tell. Of oh my gosh, like the uh, I remember when I was younger, I would always hate the when two missing people would find each other because like oh get back to the to what I would think was the good <laughs> stuff, get back to the aliens and stuff. Yes. But now when you yes. But like, now I don't as an care adult, about that missing girl that came back 20 years later. Who cares? Yeah. But now, but now as an adult, like uh, I watched the whole thing and I'm like, man, I'm glad they had these because it just kind of hits at your heartstrings now as yeah. an adult. Yeah. And uh, you kind of need the break between the other heavy stuff that's told me here. Yeah. But oh man, what a show. I really, really, really love the old school. I mean, I like the new episodes too, but they're way more true crime than anything else. Uh, which I get because honestly, humanity is a lot uh, scarier than oh, anything yeah. else, really. But uh, I do miss the the aliens and the ghost stuff a lot. Yeah, the anthology TV shows that give you those little things. Yep. Uh, for me, number two is a newer show. This one I just finished watching on Netflix, Archive 81. You were you telling me about talk this. about a really good, really creepy mystery, a little bit of paranormal, a little bit of occult all tied in. It's amazing. So the premise is that there's this this guy in living in New York City and his job is um, to restore tapes like like videotapes, um, audio tapes, things like that. He restores that stuff to digital and puts it to digital media. He gets contacted by this mysterious company and this mysterious guy that says, I have these tapes that I need you to 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 take care of for me. And they send him one to, to have him work on it, to test his, his skills. And it's a, it's all burnt up and stuff. So he takes it apart and he cleans it and he's watching the footage. And it's this girl who's in 1994 doing a, a video dissertation on a, a, an apartment building in New York called the Visser. And she's there, you know, she gets a a room there. She's going to stay there. She wants to uh, interview all the people there because, um, historically that building had been built on what was the foundations of an old mansion back in the old times that had burnt to the ground and the visser building was always said to have some weird things happening so the whole move the whole show is he gets the job but he has to go stay at a compound he can't stay at home he's got to go stay at this compound to do this and that's all he does he's just working on all these tapes and as he's watching this we're watching things unfold. Like there's some weird things happening in the building. The thing I liked about it is it's not just from his point of view, he'll be watching it. And then the, the, the actual show itself shifts to her in 1994. And you watch things go down in 94. It is one of these shows that every episode ends and you go, okay, I got to watch the next one. I got to see what happens next. And when you're done seeing this, your mind is literally blown, literally blown. Yeah, I definitely need to check it out. Archive 81. Like it. Yeah. All right. So I got a feeling our number ones are the same. <laughs> Maybe. Really we'll because see. Because we haven't, neither one of us has mentioned this show. Uh, <laughs> it yet. is. It's the same. It it's got to be the same. Uh, so my number one, and I'm going to go on a limb and say this is Chris's number one, yep. is The X Files. It is number one. <laughs> yep. It has to be. I knew it. Especially uh, when those first few seasons, when we had the Monster of the Week style episodes. You know, yes. like I love those are some creepy ones. Oh my god. I yeah. love the overall arcs, the overall stories, like the mythos behind a lot of what was driving X-Files yeah. and stuff. But when you hit those episodes where it was just self-contained, and this is a creepy creature, monster, weird person with genetic defor- deformities, like oh, it was so good. 
Like I still remember the like the guy who could kind of crawl in any space, right? Yeah. Like that dude was creepy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like just all kinds of and at the same time, it also had a sense of humor about it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, and it all fit. Uh that's why I think you'd like supernatural, Chris, because mm-hmm. it definitely goes by the same formula. There's an overall arc, but it also will have monsters of the week type episodes as well. Nice. Uh so uh, but yeah, that's man. What more can we, you know, we've applauded X-Files all throughout this show, yeah. our podcast, because of it It definitely, for me, uh, really helps shape uh, my loves and stuff for things, uh, for what I'm getting, for what I got into. That Nuns Mysteries, for sure. Uh, you know, the X-Files just, it will always have this special place in my soul. Yeah. Uh, for real, uh, you know, I went back and recently rewatched the whole series. Uh Stay tuned for, uh, I believe it's going to be on our Patreon, uh, this thing I bring up to Chris about uh, the very last episode of X-Files, because uh, I'll tell you this, uh, you won't expect it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the, those first few seasons especially are just so good and so creepy and so well done. Mm-hmm. Man, just uh, like that's, you can tell why, I kind of think X-Files is one of the shows that really sort of bring a lot of popularity to uh, the fields that we're into yeah, now. Paranormal stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree, man. I loved it. You know, and then David Duchovny and, and uh, Jillian Anderson, dude, I mean, they're just, oh, gosh, yeah. just, she was ah. one of my first crushes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seriously. True. Yeah. For real. And, and he was just such a cool dude. You wanted to be yeah. Fox Mulder. You know what I mean? And what a cool name. I know. I know. Right? Like, like Fox is just a cool name. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, man. I was a huge, just that I that was, I still, still a huge fan. And that's funny because number one, it has to be right. There was that, this was like you said, this is what shaped us. This is really yeah. what informed our, our love for this kind of stuff. So that's awesome, dude. I, yeah, that's as soon as you're just like, I bet you we have, and I'm waiting for you to name it and you didn't yet. I'm like, all right, we both have X-Files. Yeah, that's, I, the second that you didn't say it the entire time, I was like, I, <laughs> I think I know what your number one is. Wouldn't it yeah. be funny if it hadn't been? And I was just yeah. like the monsters out of nowhere, <laughs> which by the way, what do you think about this? Rob zombie oh, let's says talk about this real quick. PG. Yeah. He said and in his post, he says, I know everyone thought I was going to make this horror gore, blah, blah, blah. He goes, this is going to be PG. You know what that tells me, honestly, that he really is a fan of the show. Uh, oh yeah. He's wanting to kind of keep the it. essence of it. Yeah. So uh, the second you sent me that I was intrigued. Definitely. And way more interested in it than I was before. Uh, you know, I, I love these characters, the Munsters. I always also like the Adams family, but growing up, I was a Munsters kid. And, uh, you know, Herman Munsters, one of my all time favorite TV characters ever. Uh, just that guy uh, and physical comedy. Like, they just don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, man, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. I can't wait for a trailer or something. Uh, for that show, uh, you know, so bring it on, I say. Yeah, dude, they, I'm looking. I'm yeah. totally looking forward to it. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see the guy who's playing the monsters. I really like him. I really like him. He's a good. He's in a lot of Rob Zombie's movies, and he's always been this kind of character actor. Uh, but he's really. I mean, I like him. I thought he's a great actor. You know who he is? He was a uh, Geico Caveman when they did the Caveman TV series. Oh, wow. he's one of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the yeah. guy playing Herman Monster used to be one of the cavemen on on that show. <laughs> Uh, oh man that show lasted a long time 
But as soon as they put that up, dude, when I saw that, I was like, wow, we are going to get to see Rob Zombie do like this, like a comedy, like like a using horror, but more for family. You know what I mean? By the way, I don't remember if we've ever discussed it on this show, but the guy who originally and I'm blanking on the name, this is one we need Carter, who played Grandpa Munster, that actor, his life is fascinating really <laughs> and you will not expect where it goes <laughs> oh dude bring that for a that's odd oh i'll have that'd to, be yeah. awesome that'd yeah. be good uh anyway there you go there's our list there's our top five and honorable mention favorite creepy tv shows yeah what are some of yours i got a feeling a lot of uh, our listeners would say some of these same ones like x files i think would be on a lot of people's uh, for example uh, but what are some of yours maybe we forgot one that we wish we, we would have had on ours i remembered one in the middle of it i was like oh i wish i would have mentioned this do you remember are you afraid of the dark i thought of that one too oh, yes so yeah. good such a good yeah. show yeah again what is it with these creepy shows that have incredible opening themes yeah too, yeah right yeah you know, love it but that does it all right well thank you for joining us creepers we very much appreciate each and every one of you uh for christopher chavez i am johnny townsend And we, of course, invite you all to just stay kind of of odd.